Welcome to the Newson Health Menopause Podcast. I'm Dr. Louise Newson, a GP and menopause specialist, and I run the Newson Health Menopause and Wellbeing Centre here in Stratford-upon-Avon. Today I'm going to be talking with Dr. Rebecca Lewis, who's one of the doctors who works very closely with me here at my clinic. I've known Rebecca for a long time as a friend and also a colleague, so it's really exciting that she's working so closely with me. So today we thought we'd talk about depression, a bit about anxiety, how it can happen and occur in the perimenopause and menopause. Mm. Mm. So Huge problem really, isn't it? Totally. It floors so many women, I think. I think most women have experienced it to a greater or less degree, don't you? but yes, it sort of comes comes along. It's, it's kind of insidious an onset, like many of the mm. menopausal symptoms, but the fluctuations, I think, in, in Eastern yes. levels, which we see in the perimenopause, really does um, affect the uh, neurotransmitters that are important for our, for our mood, yeah. uh, 5-HT. And they, they act on the limbic system, as you know, in the area of the brain that's important with mood. Um, and... Uh, and, and then that's that's affected by yeah. by fluctuating levels of estrogen. So women often then feel um, one day they could feel okay, and a couple of weeks later can feel absolutely yes. flawed by their symptoms of of low mood, increasing anxiety. That's very yes. common. Feeling a little sometimes paranoid sometimes mm. actually. Um, poor, some poor women really are affected quite quite considerably by that. Sleep as well is also bad. Yes. Um, and so they're not getting good night's sleep. They're feeling exhausted, yes. low, anxious. Mm. Tend to overthink. Yes. Do you find that? Totally. Yeah. And lots of people get this irrational anxiety. I saw someone this afternoon and she was yeah. saying to me, I stopped going on a tube. I don't like yeah. closed spaces. Yes. I won't fly. Yes, I really common. Ten years. Yeah, and driving. Driving, of course. But, you know, yes. great. No problem with driving. Then suddenly, not it's, able to drive yes. on the motorway. It's and these, you know, never had these symptoms before. No. And often, yeah. um, I'm sure you, you see the same. Women don't associate these symptoms with their hormones because why would no. you really? If you, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I don't know about you, but certainly my children at school just get taught the menopause when periods stop. Yeah. We talked yeah. about oestrogen, how important oestrogen and progesterone are for our, our yeah. cycle, our reproductive yeah. cycle. But yeah. we don't, people no, don't always realise, do no, they? No, so, no, I think it's your periods change and you get yeah. a few hot flushes. But oestrogen gets mm-hmm. all over around our body, doesn't it? It's so, oh, completely. The oestrogen receptors in the, in the brain is so hugely yes. important. Um, we have receptors all over the body, don't we? Mm. The collagen and the, and the heart and the vagina and the bladder, but the brain is so important. Yes. And we don't um, realise until we haven't got no. it, do we? And I'm constantly amazed by, 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 by ladies who come into the, to the clinic how they really are desperate. I mean, their yes. mood has really dropped. Yes. I mean, sadly, some, some poor people do feel so low that they feel almost suicidal. Mm. And, it's, and it's no um, surprise, sadly, that the, the, the commonest rate of suicide is between the age of 45 and 55. And um, what's the average yeah. age of the menopause? Yeah, 45 and 55. Yeah. There has to be a connection there. There is, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Um, but, the, I mean, the good news is with, with Eastern replacement, it's so rewarding being here in the clinic. I see women come back mm. and they're so... Their anxiety is gone. They're not overthinking. They used to be catastrophizing yes. about small things. Even you know, capable um, women uh, with the high high demanding jobs found yeah. it really difficult, and that, uh, anything made them anxious. Mm-hmm. But now they come back. They're coping with their jobs. They're able to do easy everyday tasks rather than feeling overwhelmed. So it's, 
you know, it, it really is important that hormone estrogen. I'm, I'm always fascinated how how much it plays in part of our personality. Yes. Actually. Yeah, because it's if we just go back a little bit and mm. think about depression. Mm. Yeah. So many of us have bad days, don't we? And we say, oh, I'm really depressed. Yes. yes. And yes. that's not clinical depression. No, no. It's, so it's, how it's, do it's, you well, distinguish it, Yeah, because two? being sad and having a low mood yes. doesn't mean it's necessarily clinical depression, no. which is a sustained low mood. Yes. Um, again, with low, poor sleep, often loss of appetite, mm. unable to interact. Yes. Um, dark all the time not yes. sometime and it's not a fluctuating mood no. it's, it's persistent um and uh and it, it is a, di- a difference and women often realize that they say mm. look i'm not depressed but i'm low yes. and flat yes in combination with this fatigue yeah it's sort of this sort of oh, grayed out everything's enormous effort mm. so with clinical depression you tick all those boxes but women tend to not have much of an insight, do they? Their life is very down yes. and dark and yes. bleak, yes. and it's it is overwhelming. But somehow, yeah. with menopause and perimenopause, they have these symptoms, but they want to get better, don't they? And they yes. they always yes. sit there and say, "I know I'm not depressed." That's right. It's, they they can detach from that. Yes. They do have an insight yeah. to their their mood because again, the mood can improve. Yes, um, and that's. One one way of part of the problem, really, because people put yes. this low mood down to circumstances. Yes. And, of course, three weeks later, when their eastern levels have peaked up a little bit, they feel a bit better. Yes. And they put it down to X, Y, and Z in their life, which is, is stressful. Um, and uh, don't don't put the connection no. that actually it's the perimenopause yes. causing this, yeah. I, I find. Yeah. So it, it almost is worth them... Trying to have a like a mood diary and working out mm. with their periods, yes. Is, yes, that might be quite revealing for a lot of women. I think it, it would be actually, yeah, um, definitely, because there is an association. Mm. We we sometimes talk about this reproductive depression, don't we? Do you want to just yeah, talk exactly. What that means? So so some women are much more prone to the, having these symptoms with, especially if they've had. Um, really bad PMT yes. um, the, the, the week before their period and during the first few days of the period mm. feeling very low and that's classically when estrogen levels drop that's, don't that's they, in a low ties in exactly yes. with low estrogen levels and then some women also get this after the birth of the child mm. uh, postnatal depression which we're well aware of again yes. plummeting low uh, levels of, of estrogen and it really can affect some women incredibly severely yes. Um, so these ladies are more at risk of, of suffering with these low moods in, in, the, in the menopause and yes. perimenopause. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of a, a, a warning sign if, if, you've, if you've suffered those things before, it could then be it tricky. Could be. Yes. Yeah, with yeah. Menopause. And so, and when periods start mm. changing, yeah, that's often when hormone levels start changing. Exactly. Isn't it? And yeah. So those yeah. low levels often are lower for longer, aren't they? Yeah. And exactly. maybe more severe as well. Yes. So yes. Um, and it is important because the, the, the treatment changes, doesn't it? If, I mm, mean, you've yeah. been a GP for years, I've been a GP for years. We've seen yeah, yeah. between us probably thousands of women and men mm, who mm, have been mm. clinically depressed, yeah. who have responded yeah. very appropriately and well with antidepressants. Yes, they're very useful um, And they work really well, don't they? Yeah, definitely. But we've also seen mm. thousands of perimenopausal That's menopausal women yes. who have had low moods yes. but not been clinically That's depressed. That's right, that so. is different. And they often realise mm. it's different, but they're yes. so desperate to, f- to feel yes. better. Yeah. Um, perhaps they're offered 
um, perhaps inappropriately some yes. uh, antidepressants by their GPs and they may take it yes. and they may feel perhaps the anxiety is blunted mm. a, a little but really they don't improve no. very much. So let's just and, talk about antidepressant mm, use because clearly mm, mm. Um, I'm not here or we're not here to be rude about antidepressants because they work no. very well in proper clinical yeah. depression and yeah. I think we need yeah. to make that really clear. Oh gosh, yeah. Yes. yeah. But... Is there any evidence that antidepressants help for women whose low mood is related to the perimenopause or menopause? No, there's not. No. There's nothing at all. So we no. and the guidelines are quite clear. The, the nice guidelines are very clear that that should that yes. should not be used for for low mood and the menopause. Yes. But in fact, HRT should be used. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So then, a lot of women that we see and talk to have sadly been inappropriately offered or given antidepressants, yeah. haven't they? And I think it's often misunderstanding isn't it mm, because mm. we do sometimes use a low dose of antidepressants for menopausal women don't we yeah but that's different that's it's a different sort of case it's for people who perhaps can't take HRT yes. for, for example people who've had breast cancer yeah and I think antidepressants do have a good role there it and we use them for the for the prevention of hot flushes yes. and that's and that's, that's a different key, isn't thing. it that's a different yeah. from 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 yes. the mood yeah um so mm. um when they're used or given for antidepressants, women should be questioning why their doctor's giving them, shouldn't they? Yeah, that's um, right. That's right, because it's a missed opportunity, really. Yes. Um, really, to, to start someone on, on HRT. Yeah. Because that's part of their symptoms. And actually, then if we stop and pause, they probably have other symptoms, such as muscle pains and the yes. hot flushes and the change in periods and the poor sleep pattern. Yes. Which could, together... Uh, makes the diagnosis of, of the perimenopause yes. and menopause because with the diagnosis of perimenopause mm. and menopause mm. most women are over 45 aren't they yes and yeah there's no blood test we there? don't need a blood test for that no. it's a clinical diagnosis yes. based on someone's symptoms yes um and uh, that's all that's needed yeah no blood tests and it's i think it's really important that women know because Mm. a lot of women Mm. that we speak to Mm. are told well it can't be on menopause because your periods haven't stopped yeah yes or they may even do a a blood level of estrogen and say it's normal you don't need well of course sometimes in the perimenopause your estrogen levels can be normal but the next two in two weeks time they can be absolutely very low yeah um that's right and the problem is with antidepressants given inappropriately, mm. it causes side effects, mm. um, often blunting of mood, a detached feeling. Yes. Um, and also it, it it can upset libido. Um, yes. And that's, libido, as and we libido know, does anyway. anywhere, yes. so it really can yeah. have an effect on that. Yeah. Um, and some, some side effects, yes. really. Yeah, Whereas, I mean, a lot of people say to me, I just feel blunted. Yeah, um, yeah. In fact, a lady said to me a few months ago that she yeah. crashed her car, she just reversed into the wall at yeah. home. Yeah. She said, I didn't, wasn't bothered, didn't, no. didn't bother no. me. She said, I no. realised that's not me. Yes, um, yes, I think this, these are side effects yes. from, from the antidepressants, which um, wouldn't happen with, with HRT, which is the appropriate yes. treatment for the correct diagnosis. Yes. So let's talk about HRT. It's only three letters, mm. isn't it? Yes, so, yes, exactly. Hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it and what are the different types then? So, so really it's, it's replacing what the woman's lost. Mm. Um, and here at clinic, you know, we, we use exactly the same body identical uh, hormones. Yes. So it matches exactly what the woman used to produce, mm. um, but with the failing ovary, the, the, the levels are, are falling. So we simply replace what they've lost. Mm. We don't give higher levels than their no. body's required. We just 
replace the missing amount. Similarly, when someone comes to see me with a low thyroid problem, yes. I replace it with thyroxine. Yes. And different women need mm. different amounts. And different women need different mm. amounts because we all absorb things yeah. differently yes. uh, to control to, to control their symptoms. Yeah. And the most and, important uh, hormone, mm. of course, is... The most estrogen. important is oestrogen, exactly. Because yes. these estrogen receptors, that we were saying, are all over the body, yes. which gives rise to all our symptoms yes. of, in, in the brain, in the, in the, in the muscles, the vagina the heart, heart mm. palpitations, and in the bone, which is really important. Mm, um, and that's one of the very important messages about HRT, about improving the quality of life. Yes. The here and now, but also the future, the future. Yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and that's, totally. that's so important to get that, that message across. Yes, because actually we live longer mm. after the menopause than we do in our reproductive years or yes. any other yes. stage of our life, yes. really, don't yes, we? Yes, hopefully. Exactly. 40, so. Potentially 40 years ahead. Mm. Of, of good quality um, life that's to be enjoyed. Yes. Um, you know, because it, as we know, it prevents, helps prevent osteoporosis yes. and is actually a treatment for osteoporosis mm. and mm. helps prevent osteopenia, the stage before, before osteoporosis yeah, yeah. progressing. Yes. So it's vitally important for our bones. Yes. Um, and of course, our heart as well. Mm. Um, it can halve the risk yes. of, of heart disease. Which is huge, as, as you know, thing. heart disease yeah. kills more women than any other condition. Yeah, including it? breast cancer. Mm. That's right. So the oestrogen, we often give it, don't we, through the skin as a patch or gel? Yes, yes. We'd like yeah. to do that because um, if it's given through the skin, there's no increased risk of blood clot because it's not it's metabolised by the liver. It's yes. very safe. Yes. yes. So um, it's a nice, clean way of giving it. And actually, you get a better absorption yes. through the skin than through the stomach, yes. uh, through a tablet form. Yeah. And then let's spend a little bit of time, if we may, talking mm. about progesterone. So mm. women mm. who've still got their womb yes. need to have a progesterogen. That's women right. who've had a hysterectomy often yeah. don't need one. Yeah. But there are different yeah. types of progesterones, aren't there? Yes, exactly. So, um, the old-fashioned type of progesterones were much less well-tolerated, yes. really, and often given rise to sort of um, bloating, um, low mood, mm. PMT-type yes. symptoms, really. Um, they're in the pill, aren't they? The they're, they're, yeah, they're well. in the pill and more in yeah. the oral preparations. Yes. Um, and they, they, their job really is to thin the lining of the womb for mm. women who haven't had a hysterectomy, and they do that job, but they're side effects because it doesn't actually match the progesterone we produce in our body. So it gives rise right. to many more side effects than the, perhaps the body-identical type of progesterone, mm. which has many advantages because it is exactly the same uh, structure as the progesterone we produce, the body likes it yes. and has less, less side effects. Less side effects, yeah. and that comes as a capsule, doesn't it? There's only yeah. one type in yeah. the UK. There's right. only one, one type, type. that we yeah. can prescribe. We give it as a capsule, and you can take that orally or vaginally. Yes. Um, so it's quite versatile how it's yeah. used. Really. And it's taken at night time, isn't it? It with? is. It helps sleep, which is really a, it's a nice side effect. A very good side effect yeah. because most women have poor sleep patterns yes. with the, with the perimenopause. Um, so eutrogestin taken helps smooth that very nicely and women are suddenly sleeping and feeling better. And it can um, help some women feel calmer on it, don't I they? I think there's a calming effect, yes. definitely, yeah. I've seen, yeah. yeah. But then I, around 20% of women mm. have mm. some side effects with any type that's of... That's right, still, still so. there's no, you know, that's perfection, isn't it? Mm. And some, some ladies do, but we can get around that quite mm. often by perhaps giving it vaginally because yes. less is absorbed into the, so, into the bloodstream. So this is the same capsule that you take orally yeah. 
Yeah. You insert that's right. You just in. insert very simply yes. into the vagina yeah. every night, mm-hmm. um, and that's enough to protect the lining of the womb yes. from, from from being thickened. But yet, much less gets into the bloodstream. Yes. So a lot of women have much less side effects taking it that yeah. way. So it's often worth, mm. isn't it, if women mm. are getting side effects? That's what we tend to do because yeah. certainly women who have had PMS and low mood. Those women can be a bit more susceptible to the yes, progesterone, yes, aren't they? So, very much more sensitive. Um, not everyone. Some yeah, women are great, yeah, aren't they? So yeah, you can't predict. Yeah, but yeah. Um, it's not licensed to use it vaginally, but there's good research, isn't there? There is. There's a lot coming out it, now. Yeah, it, it can often be used at half the dose, can't it? So yes, you can yes, use one yeah. alternate nights or um, yeah. um, depending. But it's important to yeah, obviously absolutely. get the right information from your doctor, but that, mm. that is an option, isn't it? Mm. And, oh, yes, and very successful for yes. many people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, um, a nice one. Given. And then there's obviously there's the marina coil, which that's right. Then the other nice. thing is, is, is very good is, is the marina coil, mm. um, because that's that's fantastically good at thinning the lining of the womb. And of course, once it's in, it's in for five years, yes. it just needs to be replaced every four to five years so and it's very low dose isn't it very low dose gets into mm-hmm. hardly anything really gets into the bloodstream yes. apart perhaps a little for the first couple of months but once one through that yes. that that time it's hardly any gets into the bloodstream so that's another way mm. one we could use and then there are other types of progesterones even the synthetic ones some people mm-hmm. find that one type suits them whereas another yeah we're all individuals and I think it's really important to listen to the woman and see what she's saying yes and sometimes they funnily enough prefer the more old-fashioned type of progesterone but that's fine yeah totally Um, and so there are quite a lot of different options we can Mm. give give women and certainly with patients or women that have Mm. PMS type symptoms Mm. Mm. we often don't we just give the oestrogen bit first for sometimes two or three months yeah and yeah. then cautiously yes. add in the progesterone. And yes. that's the beauty of having them two yes. separately, isn't yeah, it, rather exactly. than a combination. Yeah, actually, we can control the dose. Mm. And actually, sometimes I've found that actually once the estrogen levels get up to a quite good yes. level, the tolerance of the progesterone is, it not better, is, is much it? better, don't mm. you find? Mm. Um, so actually, women maybe start the progesterone quite early on and, and had didn't didn't like it yes. but yet we reintroduce it in, t- in two or three stage. months time and they're, they're fine yes. with it yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's always worth trying isn't yeah. it yeah. and there has been research about using oestrogen hasn't there for mm. improving mood and yes and oh good research yes. um, and how it has helped people recover from um, perhaps low mood from mm. before and help also prevent serious depression. Which is um, really important, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it does. So it's yeah. a good preventer for depression later on. Yeah, I mean, there's a good study, wasn't there, using mm. estrogen through the skin, mm. showing mm. how it reduces... Mm. And yes. depressive symptoms are incredibly mm. common, aren't they, yes. during the perimenopause yes. and menopause? So. I don't know what you've read, but I've read very different figures, but mm. some have said as much as a third, some have said as much as a half, I think. Oh, I, yes, would say, say, I would say least a half yeah. but probably unsaid and unmeasured yes. because yes. a lot of women may have them and then temporarily then feel better but not actually no. say that they are suffering um, yes it's quite private for some people yes but well, it's very hard that. isn't it it's mm. a lot easier if mm. you've got a rash on your arm you can yeah. show your friends and talk about, talk about it but it's yeah. very hard yeah. and yeah um there's so many women who are socially isolating themselves because of the yeah. way they feel. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's not just their families that are having an impact on it, it's their jobs as well. Yeah, I mean, see, there's lots of women who have given up hugely, their work. Yes, we did a survey recently and 51% had uh, reduced their hours, 52% had taken long time off work yes. because it's very difficult yes. to cope with work feeling like this. Yes. 
and uh, yes, it's a huge impact on, on women's mm. lives at home and at work. Mm. Um, and I think, um, I don't know about you, I've certainly seen a lot of women who have been off work and their mm. sick note has said depression or depressive yes, symptoms. Yes, yes, And then they're labelled, yeah. aren't they? And That's they're, right, and they're they... not actually depressed. No. Um, but yes, it's easier to put uh, stress or anxiety, yes. um, perhaps the menopause symptoms, yes. because... And we're going to talk about the impact on work in another podcast, yeah, but yeah. it can be very hard, can't it? It's yeah. a lot easier yeah, yeah. almost going into workplace to say you have depression yes. or you have yes. diabetes, then yes. oh, it's the menopause. No yes. one's going to give people sympathy for the no. right. Well, they'll, they'll perhaps say, well, of course it's the menopause, it's a natural thing, which it is a natural yes, thing. Of course. But I actually think we're just uncovering how profoundly affected women can be totally um and this is a new phenomena in our society yes definitely um now we're living longer of course and in such a high functioning society Mm. we live in now we have to be sort of performing to to cope with our with our jobs and the children and the elderly relatives sandwich generation i think it's it's um exposed this new problem yes um because if you think about in victorian times Sadly, the, the average age of death was about 57. So women yes. didn't have to tolerate no, uh, menopause right. no. symptoms for terribly long. But this is a new problem yes. now. Yes, mm. it's really important, isn't it? But yeah. if we, we, I know we touched on it earlier, um, and it is very sad when we think about the suicide rate. Yeah, We see a lot of women, don't we, who have mm. been really thinking really close to harming themselves. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. It's not a cry for help. They've been in really dark places, haven't they? They have, they have. And, um, you know, it's, it is... I'm constantly amazed how wonderful, really, having the right dose yes. um, of the right type of yes. HRT, how this can, mm. can really help people. We've all got stories, haven't we? Oh, how totally. People have yeah. managed to sort of get out of the house and get back to exercising, yes. enjoying their yeah. friends and their family, yeah. being connected again. Yes. Um, I think yeah. it's um, obviously HRT is only one part of yeah. treatment, isn't yes. it? And yeah. exercise, we know, it yeah. releases endorphins, can be yes. very good. Very Eating so. can be really good. Yes. Having good gut health is really important for Agreed. our brain yes. health. Yeah. But yeah. so many women, yeah. almost, they've got low self-esteem, they feel almost failures already, mm. and then they mm. say, but I can't exercise, I feel so tired, mm. I, my muscles are sore, mm. I can't eat properly, I've yeah. not got this interest. Yes, and yes. I think sometimes we've seen women who, once their hormones are balanced, then yeah. they go, gosh, right, yes. I'm exercising my yes. mood, my they've head, got the focus diet. back, they yes. feel confident back yeah. to themselves, mm. so they can do something, if they put on a little bit of weight, they can perhaps, if they've always it's, wanted to lose it, they can concentrate on that, it's easier yeah. for them. Yeah. So I think what we're trying to say to women is mm. that if they're not getting the right help, or mm. advice mm. Mm. that they think is relevant for them, they really need to keep asking. Yeah. They? Because yeah. it's it's hard being a GP, and mm. in those mm. few minutes of a consultation, yeah. someone comes and yes. tells you, yes. oh, I'm feeling really low in my mood, I'm very tearful, I'm not sleeping very well. Yeah. And we so often t- think about it's depression. It's a bit of a tick box, isn't it? Yes. Maybe, maybe think depression. Yes. If perhaps we just pause one second you yes. just think hang on what about the muscle pains yes. what about the hot flushes yes. what's your periods doing mm-hmm. soon we can see that there's a picture yes. hang on this could be the hormonal changes yes and uh, i think certainly the mm-hmm. green chemotherapy 
questionnaire we do. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Um, if yeah. any of you go onto my website, menopausedoctor.co.uk, and yeah. you search questionnaire, it's there. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's really useful for women mm. to fill it out, don't you agree, yes. before they go to their GP. Yes, and that would show. And mm. if then a woman says to their doctor or mm. nurse or healthcare professional, they're saying, yeah. I feel low in my mood, mm. I'm not interested in my seats for, but I'm getting headaches, muscle mm. pains, mm. I, my libido's low, I'm getting sweat splashes yeah. and my periods oh, yeah. have changed. Then yes. it changes that consultation yes, quite quickly, quickly, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, indeed. We're sort of in the, in the menopause yes. frame of mind. Yes. Then. And yeah, I, I find that very, very useful mm. for myself, actually, to see how patients respond. Oh, and in, in, patients like doing it as well, to see yes, what their symptoms are and how it's improving. And I think in general practice, because it's mm. so quick, mm. your consultation... There's enormous pressure, of course. We need our patients to help us mm. in general practice, don't we, yeah, as well? Yes, and yes. I think this is a way that women yes. can really help. Yeah. And, yeah. and I also think if, if a woman's there and their doctor looks a bit worried or maybe doesn't mm. know about the menopause, mm. then they should see another doctor, shouldn't they? Or there should be someone else. in the practice who is, is yes, um, they need to really qualified ask, yeah, to, to, to treat the menopause. And they could ask the, the practice manager who, who is the best person to see. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a really important yeah. message, isn't it? Definitely. And have some information. Get the right and advice really... from the right person. Yes. And then there are some women who are on HRT and on antidepressants, aren't they? And that's the right thing for them, isn't it? That's right. I mean, some people have pre-existing depression um, and antidepressants are really helpful Mm. and important and it would be unsafe to stop. Totally. Um, But what we do see is people who've had pre-existing mental health problems, they often get worse with the menopause. Um, So it can exacerbate old problems. So sometimes uh, if people are seeing a psychiatrist, they do need treatment, uh, serious treatments, uh, bipolar, for example. Um, And that needs to be taken. I would never suggest to stop those for a minute. But actually... Also, it's important to think about the hormones in conjunction. Totally. So I think that because that can just stabilise the milieu, really, mm. of, the, of the brain yes. and help stabilise mood yes. alongside the, the, the treatment that is yeah. appropriate for yeah. their diagnosis. Yeah. yeah, certainly. I've seen lots of women who have, with time, come off their antidepressants yeah. because they feel so much better. Yes. But sometimes in the first consultation, yes. they'll say to me, can I come off their, my antidepressants? No. And uh, that I would be, do that. no, not at you. all. It's, there's no harm and no. it's very... Um, safe to have both, isn't it? Yes, oh, indeed. Um, yes, definitely. I would. I think there'd be more harm stopping totally. them too quickly yes. without medical advice. Yeah. yeah. And then just briefly, we'll, um, mm. if I may, just touch on testosterone. Yeah. Which clearly is. Yeah. The male hormone, but we produce testosterone. It's female too, hormone too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The ovary produces more testosterone than estrogen. Funnily enough, it's so interesting. I know, too. I know. So it's yeah. hugely important for women, but it's important and for it's, our brains. It's important it? for our mood as well. Yeah. So you know, everyone thinks testosterone and libido. Yes, yes, it does have an effect there, but it also has other effects yes. in the brain: the clarity yeah. of thought, mm. the concentration, um, the, the fatigue, yes. and the memory. Yes. Really, very, very important, and mood as well. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of women just feel better, um, yes. happier. Um, it's a positive effect on the mood mm. and well-being. Um, energy levels coming back to normal, yes. which I think helps the mood. If they're feeling yes, energized, I think that does me. help. That sort of grayed out. Mm. exhausted feeling mm. uh, so this is a general enjoyment of life yeah yeah so they're, they're living life properly yeah. yeah someone said to me recently it's a bit like putting on some mm. 
glasses and I can see the colour again. Yes, exactly. It's, it's putting yeah. colour back in. Yeah. And a lot of women say that with their, the, mood, the low moon and perimenopause. Yes. It's just flat lining, yeah. greyed out yes. everyone. So they just feel the greyed out version of your yes. former self. Yes. And I say, well, yes, even something lovely happens. Mm. You, you don't feel the joy, mm. the colour yes. color of life's gone, really. Yeah. And that's the sort of type of, 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 of depression, low mood, yes, if you that like, that get. we get from yes. menopause. So oestrogen is key, really, yeah, isn't it? it that's is key. first. And yeah. I always think testosterone is a bit like the icing on the cake, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. And not it's not everyone. for everyone. Not everyone needs no. it, no. no. And some, but some people benefit greatly from that. Yes. Um, but the key is to get the estrogen levels right first. Yes. Yeah. 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 And obviously, the big problem with testosterone is it's not licensed at the moment in the UK. That's, so, which is a shame. It's licensed for men. Yeah. Which yeah. is incredibly frustrating yes. for yes. us as women. Yes. Um, yes. So, we tend to use, don't we, the Australian mm. version. It's a cream that is made in um, Australia and regulated. Yes. And we're allowed yes. to prescribe yes. it as a yes. private prescription. That's so. right. And we do regulate it and, and monitor it very tightly so that yes. the levels are, are within the normal female range. Yes. For example, we'd never ever advocate having oral testosterone no. or anything like that. It's no. completely different from that. So it's very um, safe. Completely. Um, and hopefully it will become mm. licensed over the next years mm. because there's mm. so much good evidence yeah. isn't yeah. there for yeah. its use so, oh yes very much so um and then when people's hormones are balanced they start to feel better it is really important isn't it to look at diet exercise yes once well-being. you're feeling better in your brain mm. you've got the energy and your muscles are feeling a bit less sore then it's then it's really looking looking at lifestyle which yes. is very very important is there a particular exercise that you recommend or well some people like yoga because that's really good for the brain and, and helping people feeling nice and calm so that's really good or any any exercise mm. such as you know running or um, aerobic exercising is good for the natural yeah. endorphins but I think as long as we need to get moving yes um, it's good for our cardiovascular health yes. it's good for our mind yeah. um, doing something you enjoy on a regular basis totally. is the I key. Think that's key isn't it yeah I think enjoy a lot of women Mm. feel really and men yeah. feel really inadequate because they're not doing the right type or the right yeah. sort of exercise yeah. Yeah. but actually sometimes it's just going for a little walk outside yes it is it is walking up the stairs as early yeah. as you live you'll feel good yeah. about yourself yeah that's right it doesn't that's... have to be no. going to a gym and spending no. a lot of money so. no no it doesn't and also the diet the, the right diet yes. and and then we all know about you know the sugar and keeping mm. the not excessive um pure purifies of products and um, yes yeah, so processed processes yes processed foods, yeah, processed foods. Yeah. and looking at looking at your diet perhaps in more details very important as well yes mm. yeah mm. and we'll talk about that another time about how important gut health is mm. if you've got mm. good gut microbes it can mm-hmm. improve your serotonin mm-hmm. in a more natural way mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's there's a lot to um be said for a sort of Mm. holistic approach isn't yes. there and not yes. just a single here's your prescription go home and take definitely it definitely not no no it's um, a holistic approach and talking about it's really important isn't it yes I yes. think so women people can talk to each other yes. and they know they're not alone because it's yes. such an isolating feeling yes um, and some women are very good you know now thank goodness the taboo is being broken down mm. but it's still there yes um, and uh if you know talking to girlfriends about it it yes. does make you feel oh well it's not just me going through mm. this 
and solutions could be found by talking to each other. Yeah, it's really important. Um, and, that, and that is. And CBT can be helpful for some people in addition. Yeah, so that's um, cognitive behavioural therapy. therapy. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that could be very helpful for some, mm. for some women. Um, but again, it's not just one thing, it's, it's, it's looking at everything. But I think your eating levels have to be a certain uh, amount. You have to have some replacement, really, to be able to take on all the other lifestyle changes yes. and, the, and perhaps um, things like cognitive behavioural therapy. Mm. Um, so important. So, yeah. so thank you so much. We've yes. gone through a huge Pleasure. amount, which I hope has been really informative and interesting. Just on our final few minutes could you just say three take-home messages that people could yes well I think I think it's a hugely common symptom and I think most women will have experienced low mood Mm -hmm. of at some degree with a with a with a menopause so you're not alone I think there's a a good treatment with estrogen Mm. the right type of estrogen as we talked about can really help these these symptoms um and that actually how safe hormone replacement therapy is and how beneficial it is for one's mental health as well as cardiovascular health and and bone health yes um so there's some good solutions there for women who are suffering thank you that's been brilliant thank you ever so much pleasure for more information about the menopause please visit our website www.menopausedoctor.co.uk